and staying with us. Uh, we're in the last hour of the show. So if you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Say, uh, with the Nutrisource, you know, the cat foods, some of the Nutrisource cat foods I use is their Meadow and Stream Select. That's a grain-free trout and fish. All right. Then I also use the, just a minute here. Ah, da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, the Lamb and Lamb Liver Select. Turkey and Turkey Liver Select. And then uh, Country Select. These are all grain-free canned foods that I that I would feed uh, my dogs uh, or my, the cats. Okay, so the whole thing is is that then there's no chicken in those either. So you, if you want to learn more about the Nutrisource line and where you can pick it up to locate it, go to Nutrisource and U T R I Source Pet Foods uh, dot com. So that's why you got to rotate cat food as well as the uh, dog food. The and if your cat take it hasn't had change for a while, it may take you a couple months to get them to eat different things. Yeah, but and if your cat is throwing up, if find hairballs here and there, sorry folks, that means get them off the dry food. The older they are, the more hairballs but it, it tells you they can't drink enough water to compensate for the dry matter and so that's why you if you got a totally indoor cat they should not be getting any dry food uh whatsoever it should all be good grain-free canned food or maybe some raw or some freeze-dried uh uh if you're having hamburger or chicken cut off a couple pieces of the raw and toss it to the cat you know so the whole thing is is that do what you're doing for the dog get those cats healthier i can guarantee you you can talk to a man Many people that, that have gotten them on the grain-free canned foods, and their coats are beautiful. They're not shedding 24-7, number one. Number two, there's hardly any fo- food or food, any doo-doos in the doo-doo box or the litter box for the fact that they're absorbing the food because there's not carbs in it, like on the dry food, all right? And then they're not, if you see your cat drinking a lot of water, either they're diabetic or you're feeding dry food and they can't compensate for the dry matter. So start rethinking your dog's or your cat's uh, diet. It makes a huge difference, just like in dogs, okay? And remember the Bible for all cats. Cat owners is called Your Cat, Your Cat by Hodgkins, H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S. So that you can understand and why vets don't, you know, right away, everybody, the vets want to give them dry food. And that dry food is, I'm sorry, folks, it's the cats weren't meant to eat the dry food. Remember, they came from desert. That means that, you know, they get their moisture from what they eat. And they're not eating dry matter. They're eating birds and mice or whatever. <laughs> and so that's why. And then lucky them, we bring them into the house and we give them dry matter. And you wonder why they start having a whole bunch of renal failure, kidney problems, fur problems, throwing up problems. So you have to understand the big picture and do your due diligence with four-year cat. Don't rely on your vet. You don't rely on your medical doctor to tell you what to eat. You find a good nutrition like weight and wellness that right after my show here, they rerun yes. their show and they're awesome you know it's awesome and i've learned so much from them so you've got to do your due diligence for your cat and for your dog just don't rely on the vets they're conventional same in the human world all right well they're not bet that's medical doctors in the human world so anyway okay oh forgot the the riddle or the question no question you're participating in a race if you overtake the second person what position do you finish 
second. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. Bye, Joe. You're Woo. getting it. Getting back in the swing of things. There Hour two. Go. Here we go. Very good. Hey, <laughs> we got open lines. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. And who's up next? We have Michelle, and she has a question about um, possible side effects in a dog with from anesthesia. All right. Hi, Michelle. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What kind of pupper? Well, I spoke with you about a year ago. So we have a 13-year-old beagle. Okay. And she had, like, major anxiety after we boarded her a year ago. Right. We stopped doing that. Mm -hmm. But she had her checkup last Saturday, and they gave her anesthesia to do her dental cleaning. And she had, like, major side effects for at least five days. We're now going on eight days since then, and she's still, like, shivering off and on. Okay. Just wondering if this is normal. She's never reacted this way before. Is it because she's older? Definitely. Okay. Now, so is that the only side effect? She's shaking. No. Okay. No. What's going on? I mean, now it is, but she was peed inside. She her back legs were not. They looked funny. Um, she's poopy while she was walking. Oh, okay. She was staring off into space. She oh. was laying in weird places. Okay. Um, just not herself at all. And now she seems to pretty much be back to normal, but she still is shivering every once in a while. Wow. Um, what I would do, uh, you need some holistic like remedies here to help her system shoot it out. All right. Okay. I would give Dr. Levy, uh, go to that holistic-vet-care.com. Okay. And then, um, and tell her, you know, you called the show. And that I'd okay. uh, ask her, like, you know, this is these are side effects. Mention what you just told me now. All right. Okay. And just see what remedy. There, there's probably some remedies that you can get her, like at a health food okay. store, that will help the system re-regulate. And that's just like humans. We know as we get older, you know, the, the whole thing of putting us under, we start coming it out of it a little bit different than what he did when we were younger. And so they, yeah. are. so that's why, uh, that's why what's older dogs, you got to sometimes weigh the risk. <laughs> right. Okay. And so that's what I would do is, is shoot her an email and just tell, like I said, tell her that she you called the show and that they ask her if there's a remedy right. to help her kind of like bring everything together quicker, and, but mention everything, you know, what's, these are the side effects since last week right. and now it's just shaking. All right. Okay. Yeah, she so, definitely had a hard time coming out of it, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, would you, I mean, no, you're not a vet, but yep. I'm just wondering for, I mean, a dental cleaning, I mean, obviously if it's life or death, it'd be different, but I mean, is it, should we like not even... At her well, age, give her what do you say? In the future, yeah. Well, see that, like I say, every you know, every person's different. Every dog's different. She just showed you that she doesn't pull out of it right. So the last thing I would do is put this dog under ever again, unless you know, because then you got to weigh the weigh the you know, she may not come right. out of it the next time. You know what I mean? Right. So that's where you've got to just like a dog that has a reaction to a vaccinations, a vaccination. Mm-hmm. You know, they swell up or whatever, and well, uh, the system just told you don't do that. Right. <laughs> And then most vets will say, oh, we'll put them on Benadryl and then, well, let's put them on something so the the system is trying to tell us 
that something's wrong. It doesn't work here, but we right. insist on going forward. And so, the, so unless there's absolutely an emergency, that I I would shy right. away from anything that has to do with putting the dog under. And that's if this was my dog. Okay. Okay. And so, like I say, you've got to weigh that out. Just because you know they want to do it doesn't mean it's your dog. It's your what you want to do. I mean, if the teeth are just utterly you know, appalling, <laughs> yeah. you know, and their teeth that needed to be pulled. Okay. Then you got to raise the risk of the, you know, having the appalling teeth and the loose teeth to the anesthesia. And so that you've got to do what you feel best for your dog. You know, your dog the best. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's the okay. thing. And so that's why, like I said, the older we get as humans, you know, we come out of anesthesia different than when, when we were younger. Right. So we just got to mm-hmm. weigh that. Okay. Okay. Okay, but yeah, shoot her an email and see if there's a remedy, all right? Okay. Okay, good luck. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's uh it's crazy just because your vet suggests something folks, you got to weigh out the look at the whole picture, all right? Look at the whole picture. And you know your dog best. If they've had a reaction to a vaccine, then they shouldn't get you know, this is my book. Remember I'm not a vet. So you've got to make the decisions that you are comfortable with. And, and like I say, don't be pushed or bullied by any any vet. You know, you've got to just wait out, ask questions, figure the whole thing out, see what is best for overall, all right? Um, and so that's just like with us humans, if you get diagnosed with something, you know, are you going to just do exactly, or are you going to look into it, roll up your sleeve, you know, uh, what are we going to do with, what are there other things we could do? Is there other avenues, or is there remedies, is there uh, food, is there, if I eat a different diet, will that help? You know, look into the whole picture and then make your decision, whether it's for yourself or for your dog. Okay. All right. Let's see. Yeah, there, there. She's going back and forth, back and forth. Are you back with us? I'm back. <laughs> there you go. Oops, I forgot to turn the page. Okay, because I imagine we're going to run and then we'll have to come oh, back. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's see. Okay, here we go. Where's one? Okay, what language can you speak without saying a word out loud? What language can you f- say? What language can you speak without saying a word out loud? We'll be back. Hello, thank you. Here we go. What language can you speak without saying a word out loud? Sign language. That would be a good answer too. But they in the book here it says body language. Okay. But I think you ding ding ding. I will accept good. that. I will accept thank you. that. Thank you. You being smarter than the book. That does make Just, more sense. So sign language. You know, because even though body language, you know, when you mean, shake your head or yes. yeah, you know, but but I think sign language is, I think it's better. Yeah, I think well, we should, I think we should write, the book. yes, <laughs> I think we should write to the authors of the book, say, hey, this one needs to be sign language, right. not body language. All right, let's head to the folds. Yes, we have Linda and her cats have ear mites. Ear mites, lovely ear mites. Hi there. How you doing? Hi. Good. Good. How many cats you got? Well, there are six. Six cats. All right. But I would say three of them have ear mites, and okay. I'm wondering if this is something I can treat at home. Mm-hmm. They do have medicine at the vets that you can get, but what I find that works, you know, like with the barn cats and stuff like that, if that happens, you could take mineral oil, okay, okay. and then put, get like a little bit of gauze, and then put, put it, wrap it around like your baby finger, mm-hmm. all right, and then just put a not soak it, just a couple drops, okay. And then what you want to do is you want to go down the center of the ear and then come up the ear canal. Or what you can do is take a Q-tip, okay, Q-tip, 
and then put just a little bit of oil on it, go down the center, and then just kind of do a circular motion back out to you. This is what I've done. Okay, because every cat's ear, you know, some cats have big ears, you know, some cats have small ears. So, but how, anyway, often, how so, often would you do that? So I would, well, when I, when it happened to me, when my, one of my cats had ear mites, when I, I did it uh, the first week twice and then I didn't, uh, cause you know that they're on the run. Like when you scratch your cat by the ear, you know, they're going to lead into it, but if they start shaking their head and try to itch that, that you disturb the mites and they're being itchy. So like I say, so you was just going to, uh, normally the first week I'll do it. Like, let's say I do it on a Monday and a, a Friday. Okay. And then I'll wait a week. And then I'll wait and see what happens there. You know, I'll scratch it, look in there, see if it's red or whatever type thing, and then maybe do it again, you know, in an, another, you know, a week after that or two weeks after that. Okay. You don't want to soak the ear. Don't soak the ear. Like I say, you're just going to put a couple drops on a Q-tip. All right, go down the center and come up the wall. Down the center, come up the wall. Don't push anything down into the ear. Does that make sense? Oh, Okay. Okay. All right. So, okay, but so that Let's yeah, that. so mineral oil is usually the best because what it does is it suffocates them, and so. Uh, but like I said, that's what I've done in the past. Remember, I'm not a vet, but this mm-hmm. is how I've handled my barn cats, and it worked. Because what when one gets nine, nine times out of ten, they all will eventually get it. Wash the bedding where they sleep. Start okay. putting towels down so when they sleep on that, wash those towels like once or twice a week. All right, and uh, so that they don't reinfect themselves. The mites. Well, these, these cats are out in a pole shed. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, uh, it's a concrete floor, but they uh, they're up on tables, and they each uh, they have their their kitty baskets. Okay. So and that- I line the kitty baskets with fleece blankets. Because they're easy to wash. Good. Good. Excellent. That's what you want to do. Wash them things at least once a week for a little, like two, three weeks. Now, about three weeks, I'd say for sure, is wash them once a week. So, like, when they're sleeping, you know, no mites have gotten out. And then, they'll, you know, when they go back to sleep again, the the mites jump back in. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah. Where do you think? they're getting these from um who knows it could be like a tom or you know a wildcat came by you know it's just we don't know i like i said i don't know why mine started itching it had no it didn't make any sense to me i don't know where because i've had these cats for several years and this is the first yep yep and i don't know i can pick them up maybe from mice i you know that's a good question i've never looked into it i just got good at treating it (laughs) all the years and you know being 40 years in the farm and all, I mean, I've had many cats. I've only had to deal with ear mites twice. And there again, I have no idea, but it could be just a passing cat that came in, maybe ate where you were feeding, you know, and then itched themselves, you know, and then okay. let loose. You know, we don't know. All we can do is treat it. But that'd be a good yeah. question, though. Google it. See what it says. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to spend more time doing that. Well, thank you for taking my call. You I always bet. enjoy your show. Are you well, thank you. Know, I always learn something. Well, yay, yay. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Have a good evening. Bye bye. Yeah, that's uh, that was pretty funny. But yeah, the, and I hate treating ear mites because I mean they can get so bad that literally it can the itching of the ear they can literally slice the back of their oh, ear no. wide open and Oof. it's not yeah it's not pretty so you want to treat those and usually how you know is like if you just like pet the ear you know how I don't know how to explain it mm. okay the cat is looking at you and if you take like your your 
you point your finger and your thumb and you kind of rub up the, the tinsel, the, the temples, and just kind of puts with the ears a little bit. All of a sudden, you see the ears kind of go to the side. The head will t- head will tilt. Okay. And all of a sudden, they'll either shake or they'll itch. And ten to one, you just rouse the mice, mites, okay. and so then they're going to start itching like whoa, and then they'll shake their head again. And so that's why you just what you got to do. So you got to. And if you look inside the ear, you know, you want the ear clean, obviously. And uh, uh, a lot of times you can see that they're a little bit pink and there's like a little scabbies sure, in there. Yeah. So every cat's different to, according to how bad they have got them. So. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's up? We have June and she has um, family pets and some different dynamics and just wants to get some questions answered. All right. Hi, June. Hi, how are you? Good. So we got family Good. pets, and that involves what? Includes? A German short hair. A German short hair, okay. A hunter dog, she's four. Okay. And she's always been wonderful and great. They do feed her um, uh, dry, dry food. Mm-hmm. And I was just listening to what you said about the cats and the hydration from eating hydrated food through mm-hmm. mice and birds and such. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so when uh, the last time they took her hunting to the pheasant farm or the game farm, mm-hmm. um, her it's the second time it's happened, her eyes roll in the back of her head and then she starts running sideways. And I'm wondering if you think if, it's, if they need to give her more moisture or is it like a seizure or... Um, like what what exactly did is it like hypoglycemia in her? Well, the hypoglycemia that has to be done with the blood test, okay? You have to check her okay. blood level, see what where her stats are, you know, that if that's a possibility. Yeah. Cuz that when the eyes are, you know, remember I'm not a vet. Now, right. when the invest, when the eyes are involved like that, you know, that's some kind of a seizure, you know, whether it's a diabetic problem, you know, whether it's a seizure actually. How the dog's okay. four? Okay, and it's a female you said? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Does she do any shaking? What happens here? Uh, I, I'm. Um, does she I lay on the ground and thrash? Before, so, no, she just runs sideways. And um, I haven't been in the field with her mm-hmm. when this has happened, but my son-in-law has carried her off the field twice. Wow. And he said he doesn't want to hunt with her anymore. And uh, they were going to breed her. Right. But now he says there's no way they can breed her if she's got this going on with her. Oh, exactly. You're going to pass it on to the kidlins. See, the first, right. I guess what I would do, first of all, is I do a complete blood profile to find okay. out where, you know, renal and, you know, to see if there is some glue, you know, high, you know, like some diabetic type thing, or maybe it could be epilepsy sure. too. And anyway, so um, yeah. uh, check her thyroid is what I would check. And then yeah. I do a complete ear analysis. Just to see what's okay. going on in her urine, how she's what she's processing, what that looks like, and okay. then um, uh, now I would re- write down the two times that it's happened, what was going on, like how long, what what was the temperature that day, how many runs out did the dog do, was the dog working, working, working from like eight in the morning to four in the afternoon, did it have any rest, did it have any water? No, it yeah, she didn't have, um, it was out at um, one of his relatives' farms. Yep. And um, it didn't go the whole day because right immediately, I mean, she hasn't been exercised since the snow and such. Okay. And we live out in the country. Yep. And um, she's in great shape and all of this. Uh, 
but it's just they don't know if she's hyperactive, you know, because she she's such a great hunter. Yeah. Like, is it? it I mean, does the mind and the body must have to do something where she's so excited. And so he had, he was told to give her uh, glycemia pills or sugar pills. Okay. Does that work for a dog? Well, that's the thing is that we don't know what you're dealing with. You know, you okay. need to get a blood work done and find out what's going right. on. Yeah. And so then I'm that, writing that, everything down. Yeah. Right. But then the thing is, is what I would relive that day. Okay. What did she have for breakfast? Okay, how long was she hunting? You know, then um, how often did she get a drink? You know, what was the weather? Was it hot? You know, humid? Was it cold? What You know, re-figure out what it is. Because something's okay. triggering it. And yeah, it could be the excitement of going. But now she's been out hunting. She's three years old. Four years old. Four. And so, she's, yeah, so she's, she's been out. And she's been out in South Dakota. Right. And, and so she was here. And two weeks ago, it was like a nice weekend. Yeah. And the relative said, Hey, bring bring the dog out and get the pheasants out in the field. Okay. And um, yeah, I guess she didn't do it. She it happened to her one time out in South Dakota. It's not freezing cold, you know. It's twenty five degrees out, uh-huh. and she had her um, orange jacket on. Yeah. And all of this, but the falling over and the dizziness and the whole thing. Yeah. See, that um, seems kind of like. A, well, can you hold on? So we got to run the break. So hold on, okay? Yeah. Don't hang up. There are three stoves, and you only have one match. The first stove is, stove is made of glass. The second stove is made of wood. And the third stove is made of bricks. Which one do you light first? We'll be back. Oh, I missed that song. There we go. All right. There are three stoves, and you only have one match. The first stove is made of glass. The second stove is made of wood. And the third stove is made of bricks. Which do you light first? Bricks. Glass. There are three stones (laughs) and only one match. Oh. You light the match first. Three stoves. You only have one match. The first stove is glass. Second is wood. And the third is brick. Which do you light first? The match. The match. Got it. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, you're doing so well. <laughs> I know. You're doing so. I thought for sure you'd get this one. I thought you'd no, get it. No, I was thinking more of like, okay, is there a way to prevent a, like, a, like a fire or something? I yeah. didn't know if it was like the materials <laughs> okay. that you were listing. And I was you like. You analyzed too much. Though, <sighs> you analyzed. But thank you for playing, though. I appreciate thank you. it. Thank you. I try. I Instead try. of you just saying, eh, never mind, ask somebody else. <laughs> well, there was, it seemed like three options, not the fourth one with the match. You yeah, know, you it go. threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's go back to June. Hey, June. You there? Hi. Okay, now. I love, I love that riddle. That was that joke. There you go. There you go. I try. I try. Say, uh, okay, now, one thing that I'm not sure of is that to test in case it is glucose level, that there is right. some form of, form of diabetes, I think you, you could either Google it or ask your vet that if the dog has to fast before they draw blood. Okay. Oh. So ask that yeah. question to make sure you get a true reading. Because I'm not sure on how they do that because that, you know, the glucose level obviously would signify, you know, diabetic or problems. Okay. Right. Yeah. So ask that. Do this, like if you're going to have the dog come in in the morning, does do I feed him beforehand or does it have to be a fast? Or even like if you're going to be there in the afternoon, okay, you're not to feed the dog in the morning or have anything to eat prior to the blood test. So make sure you ask about that. 
so you can okay. so you do so you get an accurate reading. But like I said, I would ask him like like I, going back, whereas. What what food he feeds that could have a huge thing if he's not feeding a high protein dog food and then you're working the dog, dog could crash or you know and so then also like the day, um and then how how much running was the dog doing, and then did he get right. enough water? I mean, there's so many that we don't know, but for her to do it twice, yeah, that signifies that there might be something, but it might be simple that it might not be. You know, where they still could possibly breed her. So I don't know. So just check it out. That's what I, I first always want to rule out what's going on inside through some tests. And so that's where I would do the urinalysis. I would do a complete blood profile. Okay. And I would make sure that you say, you know, would suspect maybe a problem with the glucose. So now how yeah. do we do this? Do we do, do I fast the dog before or does it make any difference or Google it? Find out. Okay. Okay, I have one more question. Is it a true fact that if your dog's breath smells like a bad sugar bake, that they're diabetic? That I'm because not. Sh- that's a good somebody question. Somebody said something. Somebody said something to us, like if the if it smells like a bad sugar bake, whatever okay. that means. I'm not. Yeah, a I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm drawing a blank on that one. Okay. Okay. Well, a, that's a sugar? Did you, did you mean, say bake? Somebody, it could be a cake. It could be something. Oh, cake. I see. I see. I see. I see. But um, you know, like um, like a, a darkened sugar oh, okay. burn or well, something like that. That's really interesting. Without um, water, I mean, because we were told that she's not hydrated enough, and then you just said that about. The cats, and I thought, yep. oh, I wonder if that's what the it's dog's a, problem is. Well, it's definitely impossible because, you know, see, that's why with dogs, I tell people don't feed dry food dry. What you do is you put right. the amount in the bowl, and then you put hot tap water on so it floats real nice. Put it aside. Right. Wait for the water to be gone. Check the cubble, and if it's putting her soft okay. to the center, put your supplements in, and now feed it. Dogs were meant to eat dry food dry because what they do is they don't chew it. They just slam it, and then they go over and drink right. a buttload of water, and that all sits into the stomach and there can be complications from that and sometimes it causes digestive disorders too because the dog doesn't absorb it like if it was already re uh uh, rehydrated for them you know type thing so yeah so anyway so yeah check it out keep me posted let me know what you find out yeah i will thank you so much you have a great day take care bye-bye Good gravy. See, there's always things to learn, isn't it? Something yeah, to learn. That, we haven't gotten that before. Yeah, you know, one thing that I'm totally amazed with, you know, now I forgot about the plexiglass in the studio here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because you don't have your, in, we're in separate studios, Correct. so maybe you're just Correct. not looking at it. Right. Cause you're I'm not, not cause talking I'm, to someone. Right, I know it's here. Yeah. But, but I'm looking over and, and, and think they, <laughs> since they put this plexiglass thing up, I have it every time. Well, I'm only here once on Sundays, right? But every time I'm here, there isn't one fingerprint on it. It always looks like it was just clean. It's really way cool because you would think that, you know, like somebody would, you know, grab it and fingernails and I don't, oh. and then how I don't know how you clean plexiglass so it doesn't streak or whatever type thing. But as you can tell, I don't have much plexiglass. Clean. <laughs> but, but it always looks just literally so clean. It's just like, wow. Oh, well, never mind, folks. We're doing it good if we're cleaning, uh, well, you know, everything's me staying. cleaning it. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm the like, Don't cleaning touch lady. It. Yeah, or somebody, <laughs> because like I said, I know if I cleaned it, but oh, well. Okay, who's up? We have Christy, and she has a question about switching food. All right. Dog food. Okay. Hi, Christy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. So what kind of puppers do you have? I have an eight-month-old, almost 60-pound rescue Pitbull Lab Mix. Oh, cool. Okay. 
And? And, and I'm, I, from the last caller, I'm learning a lot about your show. I didn't realize, or a lot about dog's food. I didn't realize I was supposed to wet his food before I gave it to him. <laughs> well, that, the thing um, is, is, a lot of dogs are starting to have a, a, a kind of, from gulping their food, I mean, inhaling mm-hmm. it and not chewing it. And then that mm-hmm. whole nugget is sitting in their gut system. And then, you know, that's just like eating a box of, sal- a box of saltine crackers. And then yeah. they go drink a buttload of water and then it all sits in their stomach. And some dogs have a really hard time. And then sometimes if you have a dog that's got real deep chest or a long body, that it possible it, it makes the stomach axles kind of elongated. And if they jump wrong or spin wrong, they might possibly flip the stomach. And now your dog is dying of bloat. Okay. And so that's why it's best to rehydrate because my Zelda was 90 pounds. You know, she was a Dane boxer mix and she was five miles of legs and five miles of body and a super deep chest. Mm-hmm. And those dogs are more prone to bloat. And so that's mm-hmm. why I never, ever fed my dry food dry. I put it in a bowl and then I put hot tap water on it till it soaked nice. You know, I mean, till it floated nice and then put it aside. Non-grain free takes about a half hour to rehydrate. Grain-free takes about an hour to rehydrate, all right? And it's just okay. easier on their gut system because now you mix the moisture with the dryness, and their mm-hmm. system can deal with it, I feel, a lot better. Mm-hmm. So Anyway, okay. What? So how long should I be feeding him puppy food? He's eight months. You can go to how adult food right now. Feed, okay, go to so adult Because to on the back of most of the puppies, is to feed a year to two years. You know, when you say with the good products like Nutrisource or whatever, that you, uh, it, it is so good that, yeah, the, the, the difference between their puppy line and then their adult line is so slight that, yeah, you can, you can rotate over to their good, uh, their good adult food. Okay. okay, so I, I'm not on Nutrisource. I'm on a different kind of food. Okay. He, he, he seems to be fine with it. Like he's not, doesn't seem to be having any, any issues or problems. But I don't, I mean, I feel like, I don't know if this is, you know, good enough dog food. I feel like maybe. Could you ask what it is? What is it? Uh, well, yeah, it's Purina Smart Blend large breed puppy food. Yeah, you could do better. I would switch to Nutrisource. <laughs> I would go to Nutrisource per Minnesota. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com and read about it. They've got their good for life system like hardly any other dog food has. And all the dogs that I know of that, uh, and it's a lot, that boy, I'll tell you, when they switch over to Nutrisource, it's a whole different ball game with their coat, their doo-doos, the whole butt, the whole mm-hmm. difference. So, and when you're so, going to there... go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Is is it a big deal to just, you know, okay, finish this bag off and then the next bag of dog food I buy, just go and buy this Nutrisource? Well, you want to rotate in. You want to rotate the into the new stuff. Just don't open one bag because that's where some people say, well, my dog got diarrhea when I switched. Well, because you mm-hmm. just, they're not used to rotation. And so okay. their stomach is going to go on the flip-flop because every, like chicken takes a, dis, dis, bleh, a different enzyme to break down, beef, Turkey, you know what I mean? They all take a different enzyme. And if you haven't, if you've been staying like, let's say, just chicken and you go and get a beef one, which you should uh-huh. because you don't want to stay on the same protein for any length of time. You want to rotate, rotate, rotate. Uh-huh. And so what you're going to do is start out with a quarter of the new for three, four days. And then with your, you know, three quarters of the old. And then at 50 50 for three, four days. And some dogs, the, the dog system will tell you if you're going too fast. Whereas if you start getting a little bit of loose stool, slow down the rotation. Maybe do it four or five. Five days before you go 50 50 all right and so then okay. but once they've had the food and it comes back into rotation you just open the bag and feed it it's only if you've never if they've never had the food before 
Okay. Okay. So mixing the two for a while. Yeah. Well, like yeah, a quarter of the new to three quarters okay. of the old for three to four okay. days or four to five days, and then okay. a fifty-fifty, and then but then once the dog gets you good to because you want at least three different formulas to rotate. And four is even better. I'll do one bag of like, let's see, beef and rice from Nutrisource, and then I'll do a prairie grain free prairie select. Then I'll come back and do the turkey rice, and then I'll go back to their turkey and their uh, um, whatever you call it, uh, sweet potato base. That's in the Pure Vita line. So yeah, so I'm rotating all the time. They I use their lamb. You know, I mean, uh, the more rotation, the healthier the dog. And that's uh, they could remember what dogs are put into this world for. They were brought here, or God made them. And God, dog is God spelled backwards uh, to be the cleanup crew, to eat everything and anything and never get sick. And well, lucky them, we come, they come into our house, the dogs, <laughs> and we feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day. And you wonder why they have so many gut problems is because they weren't meant to be on the same thing all the time. They were scavengers. They're meant to eat everything, berries or meat grasses or uh, a bird <laughs> you know what I mean that that that's the diversity they're omnivores or not cats are true carnivores they are birds and mice end of story but dogs are technically omnivores not carnivores okay 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 good luck now start rotating in and it'll make a huge difference in the coat the doo-doos you try Nutrisource I tell everybody try it for two months if you don't like it then find something else but you're gonna love it so are your dogs okay okay Great, oh, thanks so much. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. But yeah, never just, if your dog has been on the same food for a long time, or same with your cat, never just pull one away and then here, here's a new one. You know, the, you're going to have the runs and then people go, oh, well, that's bad dog food because my dog got the runs. Well, no, you didn't give your dog a chance system to acclimate to the new protein or the new formula. So, all right. All right, where are we at, ma'am? We, we have to run a break, and oh, hopefully okay. we can get at least maybe one or two more calls. Yay, okay. How many birthdays does a 50-year-old man have? How many birthdays does a 50-year-old man have? We'll be back. All right. Winding it down. Pop champagne. No, not over here. <laughs> I'll flip open a can of beer. There we White. go. Yes. Okay, how many birthdays does a 50-year-old man have? One. Ding, 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 ding. The day he was born. There you go. That's kind of a catchy one, too. Well, technically, you said man, too. And I'm like, like, not just a person. Oh, okay. Like, I was like, um, okay, but. Yeah, no. uh, But but see, technically, as we celebrate our birthdays each year, it's basically the anniversary of our birthday. And I think you've talked about that before. I don't know, just in. In general, or if it was a riddle before, but I remember you saying that. (laughs) Well, there we go. Oh, then another thing earlier, somebody asked, had a couple puppy questions. You remember, I am doing Katie Canine. Uh, Go to mytalk1071.com and go to my show page, my Katie Canine show page. And you can get onto my uh, Katie Canine Facebook page, which I'm always posting cool stuff on that. And then uh, some points of interest that you might be interested in and then also you can get to my katie canine website and and see my schedule for puppy classes manners classes then we can set up private classes uh so there's a you know so i'm doing classes so just go there go to my talk 1071.com and then we talked to earlier about please folks the the puppies that you all you people that are getting new puppies please use the plastic crates that because remember dogs are deading animals everybody wants to get the the wire ones and the problem is is that they make a lot of noise Put your head in one and just kind of move it with your shoulder. Dogs can hear 300 times better than us. 
So when every time they move, it's it's the tinny, mm. tinny, tinny. Yeah. And then also too, they don't have their back covered. Even if you put a towel over it, a blanket over it, it's just a matter of time when they're about four and a half, five months, they're gonna start pulling that through. And oh. the weight, it also does not make that tinny noise go away. And so that's why the best thing for all dogs to feel more secure, more denning like is the plastic type kennels. The ones that you see like at uh you know, the airports or whatever types. Right. I know they don't make a fashion statement, but you know what? If you come, you can paint it any color you want. You can put stickers on it. You can wallpaper it. I don't care. But that is the most functional and the most that the dogs really uh, adhere to it quicker than the wire kennels. Okay. 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 Who's up? Well, this is perfect. We have Laura and she needs some, yeah, puppy questions answered, like the basic stuff. All right. Hi, Laura. Hello. That actually answered one of my questions. Oh, yeah. The the crate. Yeah. There you go. Um, What kind of pup do you got? uh, Well, I'm getting a golden doodle um, puppy in a couple weeks. And I'm really just trying to think about like the first 72 hours. Right. What are the things that I need to have at the house? What are the things that I should be thinking about when I bring the puppy home? How Uh, old is the pup going to be? She'll be eight weeks. Okay, good. Um, Okay. So what you want to do is uh, you you, what food are you going to feed? Uh, so I was going to I was going to stick with what the the breeder has been feeding, but I would like to switch to something like Nutrisource. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, when we come home, don't make too many changes at one time here. Okay, right. okay. The kennel goes in your bedroom next to your bed. There are some people okay. the first couple nights they might sleep on the floor next to the kennel, but do not bring the dog into the bed. Remember okay. that he just lost his mom, his litter mates. Who the heck are you? Where am I? And what is this contraption that I'm in? All right. So the first couple nights are going to be a little bit touchy, but you can you can get through this. Right. <laughs> um, also, too, that uh, bowls. Uh, the best bowls are ceramic or glass bowls. They uh, stainless steel ones have a tendency to be kind of noisy, kind of tinny. All right. And so that's why ceramic or glass are better. And then, um, then, like I say, water, uh, city water for dogs is really hard because there's so much chemicals in it and there's also fluoride in it. And you're really better to, you know, that if you're drinking bottled water, give it to the dog. Okay. Or if you have it, you know, uh, filtered out, that's best. And okay. then, um, so the food and then, uh, if the pup at that time is going to go to bed, maybe nine, 10, he's going to wake up between one, two and five, six. Do not wake the puppy up. If the puppy doesn't, you wait for the puppy to wake you up. Don't you wake up the pup, all right? Oh, good to know. I was told to set an alarm. No, oh, God. We had that. Wasn't it, Hope, a couple, I think you were here. We had that a couple of weeks. This gal was sitting in every two hours, and I'm like, and are you getting any sleep? <laughs> <laughs> and the problem is with that is you are setting the schedule up for that dog to wake mm-hmm. up every two hours. No, you don't do that when you bring a two-legged baby home, set an alarm. <laughs> you right. wait for you wait for the baby to wake you up. <laughs> so never white wake a never wake a lying dog or a puppy. Just leave <laughs> them be, all right. And then um, and then like let's say the dog pup start he just comes in. You now when you take him out to go potty. Don't be talking to him. I'm talking about when, like in the wee hours, let's say the one o'clock, just trip through the house, put him out, go potty, go potty. And then he does go potty, good potty, pick him up, bring him back. Don't pet him. Don't talk to him. Don't do anything. Just shuffle back and forth. It's just like you. If you get up in the middle of the night, you shuffle to the bathroom and shuffle back, but you don't truly wake up unless somebody flips a light on and starts talking to you. And now it's like, oh, great. Now I got to get back to sleep. <laughs> so that's why don't, don't be, when he 
wakes up in the middle of the night like that. Don't be patting him, talking to him, feeding him. Don't be doing nothing. Just get him out there to go potty. And you're going to teach him what potty is called and what where to put it. You know, so that's why, like, um, at the, right now at eight weeks, he's not going anywhere. But at 10 weeks, start using, like, a 15-foot line so he can stay in your potty area. All right? Okay. Because he's just basically going to be your shadow when he first comes comes home. All right? So then, uh, so we got the water dishes. We got uh, the food we're going to feed. We got his kennel uh, bedding. Uh, the bedding might last for a couple weeks before he starts shredding it. <laughs> so don't get anything very expensive. All right? Okay. And so, uh, because the dead, usually about four, four and a half months, they start shredding what you got in there. And then they get to just sleep on the bottom bare stuff. Okay? Until they get through that stage. Uh, the Kong family, K-O-N-G, uh, is and, and you'd want the black Kongs because that's a heavier, dutier. The red Kongs are more dainty tours. The black Kongs are more power tours. And so then, and the Kong family has so many different things, uh, you know, that you can put like a little bit of a yogurt in or on or whatever type thing. Uh, also, two frozen carrots, frozen cauliflower, broccoli is great for them to, to chew on. You know, great for treats. Try to stay away from uh, store-bought and stuff. Uh, stay away from anything that's cured, uh, pizzles, uh, 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 pig ears, uh, just anything that's cured, okay? okay. Be, and the reason is because it's high salt. They drink more, then they pee more, and you're going to be uh, walking, Ooh. you know, so that's why, no, you just want to stay with a good diet, and you want to just, and the two things are going to be uh, green peas, green beans, broccoli, cauliflower, carrots, things like that. That's good, ice cubes. Not it's not a, a that usually ice cubes usually come out about ten twelve weeks all right okay, okay because yeah right now the first two weeks here the first the eight to ten weeks that's gonna be really uh, uh you know what I mean he's just gonna be sleeping all the time is what he's gonna be doing all right sure. do you have kids I do I have two small kids I'm seven and five okay now the the five year old is gonna be the target of this dog is that kid's gonna have shredded skin and shredded clothes so okay. you gotta make sure that you have the pup on a leash. And then if the kids are running, the dog is either in the kennel or on a leash with you, so they can't get used to chasing the dog, all right? Okay. And then when they're in there again, you've got to make sure, uh, if you have to put that kennel in a different room so that we you got to be impressed on those kids, don't wake the dog, okay? You can only touch the dog when I get it out, and now the pup is out with us, all right? Sure, sure. And so anyway, but the seven-year-old, you can start, that's, you know, you can he, he can join in and help. And so can the five to a certain degree, but if the, dog, but the kids are in motion, I can guarantee you that puppy's going to be shredding them, all right? Okay. And then, because you got a golden doodle, it's city, silly, it jumps, it's strong-willed, but very smart. So the whole thing is set yourself up. Become an otter, an aer, or a bolter. Try to unvert, not use the word no. If he's nipping at you, ah, you can say no bite. Okay, if he's jumping, ah, 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 sit. Thank you. So there's a lot of okay. things you want to get yourself organized for, Okay. Okay. There's so much to tell you that you can give me a holler up at Katie's Canines and we can go over a little bit. Uh, but like I said, there's just so much for you to know so that, and then plus you got to learn how to take care of that coat so you don't have to have the dog shaved, okay? Right, right. So that's a good I, I think question. I'm going to sign up for your puppy class. Okay. I I, I'm going to have to. Oh, okay, sounds good, kiddo. Have a great night. Thank, Thank you, you so all. Much. Thank you all for coming. Thank you, Hope, for coming back. We did it. We didn't have to be retrained. So go, go to mytalk1071.com. Give me a call or whatever. You guys have a great week. Make it a good one. Your story. It lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. 
Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.